How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Forever. Dog. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no one has gone before. So anyway, I didn't um, call Georgia for that specific reason because I was like, nobody ever wants to hear me anyway. If I could, if I were calling my neighbor, they wouldn't want to hear from me. Right. And when I, I just, my boyfriend was telling me when we were calling who in the white. presidential. Who was white. Who was white. My boyfriend who was white. Mm-hmm. And then if you're at, listening at home, just insert 45 minutes of Yasser sitting and staring silently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what happened the first time. I confirmed that my boyfriend is... White. Well, you know what's crazy is I burned a cross in his yard. That's how mad I was. <laughs> that I was, was you. Like, yeah, we yeah, lived yeah. together. Yeah, I know. And like the thing is, like I feel like res- I know that residually it's not great yeah. for you, but at the same residually, time, residually, yeah, I need to. Be Any hungry. residuals, honestly, would be great for me at this yeah, point. Yeah. Oh, whew, girl, <laughs> Hello. you telling me? What a year. Hey, hey, streaming is killing it. It's killing it for everybody. And. Uh, so I didn't call Georgia. Uh, but anyway, oh, so, so, so he was like, oh, I think you're better at calling people than me. And I'm like, that's, then you must be the worst. I mean, cause the, the bar is in the ground. I'm so bad at calling people. Every time I'd call somebody, they'd be like, I thought I, you know, you get to, you hear somebody's voice, they pick up and you're like, okay, I'm going to take a stab at what you want to hear. Yeah. This person seems a little gruff. Maybe they seem yeah. a little like skeptical and i'm like listen i get it they didn't want it they didn't yeah they weren't played along nope every time like like, you don't get it look i get it i've lived (laughs) (laughs) no one wants to hear i anytime i called they would pick up because like you have to ask their name which is crazy which i don't think we like i think that's the problem with phone banking may i ascertain your name yeah, because you just don't do that with people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so when I would call, they'd be like, hello, and I would be like, you already know what damn time yep. it is. You already know. And they were like, I, I'm going to yeah. kill you. <laughs> it like, okay. feels like you should be able to say <laughs> something off the bat, like, instead of like, hello, am I speaking with Yasser? You should yeah. be able to say something off the bat, like, look, it's one of those calls, okay? Yeah. It's not going to be cool. It's not going to be fun. Bear with me, you know? But the good news is that it's going to be long. And you're going to lie to me. (laughs) You're going to lie to me. I'm going to try. There she is. Look at her. Oh, wow. Look at us. We're wearing the same shirt again. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I just got um, this this, uh, hoodie. What do you think? 
Is it that okay? It's weird because it's like it's kind of blending into your wall, but it feels like oh, it's like an acid wash denim hoodie kind of. Yo, yo, I like yo, that it's yo. big. I like it's that a it's men's. Big. Okay, I like that. I don't like that you said yo yo yo. Like what is? Do I look what a little this? slim shady? Oh yeah, no. You exactly. You look exactly slim shady. Not a little. Just I have to lean like weight in to talk about it, but I if I. Let's do a yeah. little rap real quick. Remember last time you were here and I tried to do a rap? Uh-huh. Did well, you fix that? It's good. Did you fix that? Fix that part? That <laughs> part just does not get fixed. Oh, okay. TATC Live music background. Hamilton. Every time I try to put on my hoodie, <laughs> I'm fucking right. No, no, go through it. Go through it. I'm waiting. Yo, I got an asses wash hoodie from ASOS the other day. It came in a box, and I said, yay. And I opened it up, and it had a bunch of different plastics in it. And I thought, the environment's not going to be okay if we keep shoving stuff in it. And all these dogs are barking outside my house all the night. And I said, are those dogs, or are they different kinds of birds? I don't know why I picked dogs or birds. Listen, I gotta go to my psychiatrist. I think dogs are birds, and it might be a, a time to quit doing podcast raps because I'm not very good at it. But I'm gonna put my Haley through Montessori school. Okay. Listen, it was the best <laughs> I could offer. <laughs> I gotta say, that truly, to me, felt like white supremacy. <laughs> <clears throat> Like that's that's how bad it, that that's how much it felt bad and forced on me. Like I was like, oh, this is like this is anti BLM. It's like this rap. This is anti B. It really is. Yeah. This is that's a really perfect what it moment is. to jump into this place. So I uh, let me know if you can hear me well. Hi, Yasir. How are hey, you? Hey, Ronnie. How are you? I can hear you well. And welcome back. Thank now we you. Have been in, in, well. I was gonna say that to you. Welcome but back I'll to the to talk both. with Sean King. <laughs> Welcome today. Back. My guests are Alice and Ronnie. <laughs> Have you okay, listened to the Patreon Lefts podcasts? The like what? The, the you know the like Bree Joy, all those people like the. Oh no, Mm-mm. I haven't listened to them either. Oh come on! You have to pay to play. Um, That's also for that. It's like I know. I already know. Mm. Me, but personally. What if it's fucking fun? <laughs> what if you go in there, like, you just hop in and somebody's, like, doing, a, a like, a bad rap Like song? a cool, like a fun clubhouse like kind of fun- vibe? Like a fun... There was like, oh, God! And you're like, whoa, this is great. <laughs> um, Yasser Lester, you are a guest, a, a recurring now guest on this show. I'm so happy to have you back. Thank you <laughs> for... Officially <laughs> recurring. Officially <laughs> recurring. We were about to end... We're in our seventh season, meaning we're we're coming to the end of this whole journey. And I did not want to, I didn't want to die on the hill without you coming back. So yes, and I'll oh, say wow. you're officially uh-huh. the sassiest recurring. How? <laughs> Yasser Lester, everybody in studio I, audience. But how am I? I'm the sassiest. Well, by the way, you can't, true. no one can see you, but you can't call me sassy and then literally stuff your mouth with, <laughs> what is that, a Nature Valley granola bar, the crunchiest food? 
Oh, what is oh, that? Nice. A bon me sandwich? <laughs> yes, bitch. That's an that's a Lara bar. They make they come in yeah, bon me oh, flavors. Oh, cool. Now. Oh, that's cool. And they like load it's it a with new cilantro. Lara <laughs> I will Only say this. Pretty daring That's to call so someone disgusting. sassy and then house a bond me on <laughs> a Zoom call. Out sass you. Yeah. With just action. Um, okay. Is it sassy? I, I I guess I don't know the definition of sassy. I think it's one of those things that everybody has their own sort of definition of it, you know? Yeah. I, I, I thought I, of it like um like oh. we all agree on the definition, but we just don't know when it's gonna happen. What? Sass? doesn't make sense yeah. at all to me. <laughs> we agree on the definition, but we don't know when. But it's un- undefined. Like, we'll know it when it happens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, see. Wow. Like, uh, you know what, Ronnie? You know what, the when fact you see that it. Alice even came at you like that. Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. Always got to, yeah, you got to take sides early and often. Mm-hmm. Do you guys like my new uh, mug? Yeah. <laughs> well, let me see it. I do think there it it's goes. weird that it says Trump 2024. <laughs> My, last yeah. <laughs> My last fuck. Yeah. My last fuck, Trump 2024. Yeah, it's weird that it says liberal tears and you're drinking out of it, but for those of you at home <laughs> that can't see, it says it's liberal nice. tears, and then the bottom, it's like, you realize it's a Four Sigmatic sponsored product? <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> but yes, no, we love it, and we're glad you showed it to us. I... It's weird that you chose us to do the show, but... Cool. I'm glad I'm I'm glad to be doing a podcast today. I'm glad to be having a podcast with my friend Yasser and my mm-hmm. sweet co-host Veronica Osorio because fuck this whole world. This country's dumb. But yeah. You know. No, this country is Venezuela, which is what I'm concerned about. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's, hot, uh, takes. hot takes. Hot it's takes like that's- cool chicks. Yeah, I mean, it is a bummer to bounce from one place and like, you know, it's like moving from a place where you're like, this place sucks. It doesn't have like a washer dryer Mm -hmm. in unit. Mm -hmm. And then you move and you're like, this place has a washer dryer, but there's no dishwasher. And the garage exploded. And the garage exploded. Yeah. With my car in it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, thank you for this empathy. There's no. A lot of people don't offer it, you know? Yeah. I love it. It's like it. it. You kind of have to go, Veronica. You have to. You have to kind of go. Did I say something? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, when you yeah, go yeah. to uh, on vacation and then it starts raining, you're like, hmm. Or like when someone, you're like, how you've had three bad spouses, so it's <laughs> not you know like in a row. Are you sure it's not you? Because yeah. they're good. They seem to be. You know what I mean? Like right. I think that you know what I think that's uh I think that's America. Feel, I'm not gonna say us because I'm like I'm not part of that. Uh, I, I found like um an magazine article from like 2012. Uh huh. About a book that magazine? someone wrote. Careful. Wow. Careful. I didn't wow. say nothing. No comments. No comments. Wow. Um, and it was like this woman who's like, uh, you know, those like when they promo a book on the sides of the magazines. And it's like this amazing book about relationships and love by this three times divorced woman. And I was like, well, what? Yo, yo. Um, I'm never going to say yo, yo again. Sorry. But, uh, I was watching the, the undoing. Has anybody seen that show? Am I supposed to? 
That's the Nicole Kidman one that it's you like know, basically like, oh, she's scary. She's a couples therapist, and like she'll be in the re- sessions with these couples, and she's like, yeah. "So why do you think you cheat? Is it because it's a, like?" And the person's like, "Ah," uh-uh. and then she's like. Is it because of the secret and you don't really even love the person that you cheated on or the person you cheated on them with? It's about the secrecy and that's the thing. And she's like saying all the stuff that could be in their heads. And the person's like, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> and it's just like this therapy. I like someone and I went yeah. there. Yeah. And then and then two seconds later, her husband turns out to be having an affair and maybe have murdered somebody. And the whole city finds out about it. And like. All the couples are like, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, of course. And they don't go into it at all. I'm like, can you show the couples being like, yeah, hello. They should. They should do a montage of couples just going on their phones and being like, like calling their lawyers. (laughs) You know what I would do? I would like if I was one of those couples and then found out. I would like take it back so far that I would be like, I didn't even cheat on you. Like she said that. I I was just so good. It's so she's crazy. (laughs) Discredited. You You can already. Yeah. She convinced me to tell you I did. God, you just can't trust anybody anyway. She bullied I me guess into it. You can't cancel the divorce. You can't trust each other. Therapist. And you can't trust the results of the election. Are two things that we know for sure saying. are fake. You know, yeah. I'm just, I'm just so concerned about that because I just want to cancel the result of the election. And sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I'm just like this, this, uh, this chaos is a little triggering. So I've been in denial about it. Wait, you want to cancel the results of which election? The presidential All election? Of All of them? No, so not this you, one. I wouldn't play with this one. So, mm, so. What do you want to do? Me no understand. I want to disappear. I don't know. I actually, my, I think we should have an election every four days. I just love them. <laughs> just that level of stress and decision. Every four and days. And counting. I, think, I think you should find out the results from the previous election six hours before, or six hours before the next election. How about this? It's like you wait, wait, wait. Then they give you the results and then you got to go. Every month there's thing. a new election, but uh-huh. you don't find out the results of the election that happens like in May until January the following year. Oh, now we're on it. So there's like constantly you're constantly preparing for a thing that you don't find out about the root. So it's like it's all a secret. Mm. Like no one can trust anything and should. No one should. How do you guys feel about this current state of affairs? <laughs> she hits herself in the face of the microphone. For your, for your, for this American country where you've lived all your life and nothing like this has ever happened. I mean, like I've heard it all, but I guess I've, I've gone through the gamut of emotions and I just have like, I've had my little freak out and I've had my little like yesterday I was pissed and I like couldn't get anything done. I was just really mad yeah. and depressed. And I like was also heavy. was totally having my blood times. So it was like, it was like this complete, you know, Tori uh. Amos, like silent, like, like, you know, everything was happening, but now. So you know, wait, I'm just like, for the people that can't see, were you throwing your period? I was throwing my period blood. Like it was feces. Okay. Gotcha. But now it's like, you know, um, it's back in back in 
life is back in session and you gotta, you know, move forward. And, um, by move forward, I mean, like, I don't know what it is that I'll be called upon to do or whatever to make sure people are prosecuted, but <sighs> yeah. I'm doing free karate lessons in the park for anybody that wants to beat up MAGA folks. So it's just come on down to the park. I was taking Krav Maga with that exact idea in mind. Like there was going to be a, so like, I'm like, I want this. <laughs> yeah. I love that. See, that's what I'm talking about. And like, I was half joking, but that's the issue is that like all the like Trump folk think that it's like, oh, I've got a gun. So we can just kind of like just drive down the street and yell it's like dog if y'all come near me i will snap your neck like they think that mm -hmm. like i you know liberals or leftists or whatever are mm -hmm. like non-violent yeah and it's like dog i will kill you in front of your family and i yeah. mean that like do not come near me mm -hmm. um and also another message for people who put too much guacamole on my Chipotle burrito. Thank I you. will. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you. Finally. Finally, yeah. we're talking about yes. yeah. bravery. Because bravery. Yeah, I, I feel that rage too when I see like somebody who's like, we're, we're <laughs> the lady who's like, we were gonna we're doing a revolution. Yeah. Like I <laughs> it's like the when something is that, you know, when like a a puppy's really cute and you just want to squish it, it's like the mm -hmm. exact opposite, but sort of same thing. Where it's right. like I would like it's like a sat like an ASMR, like I would like to see that person get like crushed by a steamroller. It would yeah, feel yeah, yeah. like oh that's satisfying, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I don't actually feel like for me as a person who lives in the world who is like I've have I've have addiction issues and stuff. And so I kind of have realized that like that sort of justifiable murderous rage like isn't I can't use it for anything besides hurting others and myself. It doesn't ever work. So Well, I talked to my therapist about this and like I was like, my dream, because you can't do that all the time, is to like buy a junkyard. And, like, have a chainsaw and, like, a series of guns. And, like, anytime you're, like, mad, you just go out to the junkyard and you, like, blow up a car or, like, chop a car in half. Or, like, because it's, like, the real issue is that, like, I'd want to just, like, light up all those people. But it's, like, yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's, like, get a junkyard where you can blow things up. Yeah. Cause um, it, and I think we've been through, as a society, like... I mean, we, I can't really say as a society since everybody's at their own place with, with everything and there's still people who are like, I can't believe this happened, you know? Yeah. But I think we're at this place as a society where like, um, we don't, oh, I lost the thread. There's a part, there's a piece of my fence post that sort of looks like a penis and I got distracted. <laughs> And it's and it's just now you're noticing. Yeah, just like notice. What's your it full right? address? I just <laughs> noticed it right now. What's your full address? Um, sixteen forty three Penis Fence Way. Oh my god, it's in the name of the street. Yeah, I just said it aloud. And that's what I was trying to get you to. Thank you. You got a problem. Penis Fence Way. <laughs> hmm. That's where Pasadena comes from. It's, it's it was Pasadena penis way penis way Pasadena way yeah 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 I see it's a one of those onomatopoeias onomatopoeias 
Onomatopenis. <sighs> I love onomatopenis. That's, but that sounds like, yeah, I'm trying to, like, because it sounds like, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm losing the thread on that, like, too, it's it like, sounds like It's like if my boyfriend comes to me and I'm, like, too tired, I'm white, like, I don't want a pink. penis, you know? Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. Mm-hmm. With his pink, with his pink. He starts, like, wiener. kissing you and you're like, I'm not a penis. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Do you ever and announce again, it like that? an oppressor. Do you ever, like, have to reject sex? From your boyfriend? Oh, me? Or he rejects you? Certainly. Yeah. Yes. Both of us. Both of us. You guys reject it from each other. Oh, sure. Interesting. You know, there'll be headaches. Things like that. <laughs> you know. I mean, that feels like a lie. Bro. Yeah, it just feels like there are not no headaches. There's not enough headaches. There's not. Yeah, it's just too mild. With sex time. You guys are fiends. No, not fiends, We're very chaste but like, over here. But also, sex would, at, like, by nature, clear it up because of the way your blood vessels open. True. Yeah, I would get into it. Also, True. once like I, I kind of like start focusing, I'm like, okay, yeah. But I feel like more than once a day, it's like, what's the point? Well, we didn't say it had to be twice in a day, but oh, like, okay. well, we're doing it once a day. Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> People lie about that shit. It sounds so like there's funny. more headaches than once a day. Yeah. <laughs> you know that Adderall, actually, when you have ADD, taking Adderall helps you with your sex life? Adderall. Well, or any, you what know. a little, the... Adderall is such a little nasty minx. Wait, Adderall helps you, oh, because you're like, oh, I'm... I'm not thinking about 12 things. I'm only thinking about smashing. Yeah, like I have to 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 be able to like come when I'm fucking. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I was not expecting. I just Nobody want you to digest knew. that before I continue. Well, yeah, yeah, here yeah, we go. yeah, yeah. <laughs> OK. Hello, fellow Trekkies. I need to focus too hard. OK, Interesting. girl. Thank so, you. You know when you're having sex ADD? with somebody, you're like right there and you're about to climax. I said climax because I'm in my late 50s. Um, <laughs> I love it when somebody's like saying things to you. Obviously, the person you're having sex with, not like a neighbor. Um, Just keeping you there, right? Keeping you no, there. No, saying things to you and you're like, tut, tut, tut. <laughs> ah, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, you like don't, you don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> Whatever you're on right now is not my planet. <laughs> I'm on my planet. My planet. You're rules. on. Uranus. You're not on it. And I'm like, I'm on it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and that all was, this happened in the episode. Well, I'm just saying, there's a lot of like, if you have ADD, it's easy to get distracted, and it's hard to like actually climax. So this it can actually help. I know. I I felt Reach like uh, suddenly peak. I turned. Reach the peak, as we say in church. I would like next time I actually do have intercourseal sex of some kind to be like, I'm about to climax. <laughs> See if I can. I'll probably laugh. I had yeah. sex with a guy who came silently, like entirely silently. Oh, if you that's all white guys do. Oh, mostly. Really? It's a bro thing. It's like really silent. Maybe it's criminal. a straight guy thing, Yasser. No, I cry. <laughs> well, and I throw up from nerves. 
You're an artist. You're like, <laughs> you know. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I just go. <laughs> <laughs> and then I tap out, and then I tap out like I'm wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that. This is Yasin. No, He's like no more. Guys. And then I ask them if they've read the anti-racist reading list. No After? matter who they are. Who, it doesn't matter who it is. Because <laughs> like, you got them. You got them there. Do you yeah, want yeah. to yell at uh, the white person on this call at all for any reason? Is that, would that Me? help you to cope with how irritating this week has been? No. no? Y'all know. Yeah. Y'all know. <laughs> Do That's why the one thing I will say is like seeing people post like, wow, there are two Americas. It's like, yeah. You didn't find out yeah. in 2016 in November? Yeah. You didn't like, find that in November? There's, there's, there's never been one America. There's, I do wish I could been. shield. But th- that's the point where that's the point where liberal uh, whites found out November 2016. I w- oh, for sure. It, a lot of people, myself included. But like, I, I wish that there would be a way to like shield people who didn't want to see that, you know, like from like, I want to be able to, like I was having this conversation with somebody. I will just fully engage with my Instagram followers, by the way, if they have a point, if they want to talk to me about something and they're just fans or not fans and they just are like intelligent people that talk, like I usually would just talk to them. And so this lady was like, Hey, your tweet about this or that. I had tweeted something about that. Um, what is it? Some abhorrent white bitch was doing um, like being dragged because she had like put this uh, black actor in a position of it was from the show. Heroes. Heroes. Yeah. Thing, yeah. 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 That whole thing. And I was like, yeah, like this sucks. This, this bitch is awful. But like nobody's talking about everybody's so excited to like hate on this bitch right now because she's blonde and the worst. And it's like hateable, you know, and somebody's just hateable and like often women are just hateable. And it's just like was like, I want everybody to have the names in their mouths of the executives that put these people in this position, because in my experience, it's these guys who are like putting everybody in this position who just continuously have jobs and they always set this shit up for sport. And a lot of people came after me about like, don't try to minimize the you know, you're trying to like excuse her or whatever. And I had this long conversation with this Instagram person about it. And I was like, yeah, but like, I, I knew when I said a couple of parts of it, that I was like, this might get messy, you know? And like, if I have to fucking come back and apologize, like I'll do that. And I said to her, look, I guess I feel like if I, if somebody's going to take the slings and arrows of making a public mistake and then going, hey, y'all, I was wrong about this or like, hey, I was wrong about that. And like, here's how I should have done this. And I did, I'm not look at me still a comedian, not dying. Who who gives a shit? Like people make mistakes like I do you know what I mean. And I was like, I would like to show other white people that you can just be like, I'm learning. I'm wrong. You know, and she was like. Yeah, but like I just can't watch people. <laughs> like she was just like, yeah, but like I then have to watch you go through that, and that makes me really—it's gross. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, you're right." Yeah, there's no winning. And so I was like, "Fuck, Real. is there a way to shield people who don't want to see this shit?" 
I don't want to see this shit. It, at it all. has to be just like uh. that's all I've talked to about with my brown and black friends. We're all like, I just don't want to see any of it. I just don't want to see any white person go through it because it's painful and sad and embarrassing and yeah. also exhausting. And I just I have already dealt with it. So uh, and not my problem. Not really. I mean, if, even though it affects me entirely. I just. I... It's too much. It's hard. It's, it's embarrassing. It's, and it's, it's, it's my thing is like, look, and I, I, I may be, I may be in the wrong about this. I don't think I am, but I might be. So if I turn out oh, to be wrong, that's fine as well. But the end of the day, the thing that I think that makes me not want to witness any of it is because everyone else has. Uh, what am I, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Everyone else has lesser access to all knowledge, right? White people have access to every bit of knowledge that exists. And then everyone else has a lesser experience and or a lesser access to it. So the idea that like white people need to learn is in and of itself a fallacy, right? Because when all this stuff happened, they all went, oh, hey, I'm going to read these books or I'm going to talk to these people. So it's like, You've known about those books. You've known about those people. And the truth of the matter is that you turned a blind eye. And now that it's, it's more about the like coming to Jesus of it all. That's what I wish. I wish people would just be like, I was wrong. White people were like, I was wrong. I didn't want to deal with it. There it is. But the idea of I didn't know is impossible right now as a dude, like Mm -hmm. as a black dude, but as a dude in the world. Yeah. I know there are a or a dude on Twitter at least, right? A dude on Twitter at least. You're, I know you're, there are which a you billion are. documents about feminism and gender studies and equality and uh, you know the struggles of the LGBTQIA community and and you know uh, Islamophobia and we can go down the list forever and ever and ever. And I'm not a I'm not a member of any of those communities, but by very nature of being born a dude in the world. I have more access yeah. to those things. And I choose, be it willfully, willfully, or sorry, I choose, be it consciously or not, to not read those things right now, right? I could spend every day and every moment educating myself. And I don't, because I don't want to. You know what I mean? And it's like, I learn things as they come up, because that's just kind of the nature of it all. So, like, when people make these grand proclamations, of like, I'm going to do better in this. That's why I'm like, but you, you know, like, right. and it, it, the, the bigger moment is like, or the bigger statement is like, look, <clears throat> that's fine because we all mess up. That's mm. not the issue. Like, dude, I get like Alice or, you know, like you're just like, look, I, I just messed up. That's fine. I don't think anybody has a problem with being like, just taking ownership of being like, oh, I, I, I'm an idiot or whatever. But like when it's couched, I think in anything and y'all as women have to know. Yeah. What I mean, right? When yep. a guy is like, oh, oh my God, women have it tough. It's like, you know, you know, it's hard you know when you look for- around and everyone around you is a dude making the same amount of money. And then the one person who's smarter than everyone in the room is a woman and she's an assistant. Like, you know, you know, I know so like, from the Kavanaugh hearings and hearing men go off about how fucked up it was that it was really hard for me to listen to men talk about it. It was like really not like not like, oh, this is so annoying, like. I gen it was grating to my personal spirit. So I'm right. like, yeah, I can completely identify with that. Right. 
So but I just, I, at the same time, I do think that for there to be an awareness to take place and like the reckoning that, that is happening with the history that nobody's learned because it's not in the textbooks that they're, that they're given, right? Like it's not a mistake. It's an actual indoctr- indoctrination Absolutely. of white communities. And I think for people who of do all want to have those reckonings to be able to come to them, there needs to be a space where they can like, like be challenged in an environment where they're like, people know them to be humans. They don't, you know what I mean? Like people are allowing them to make those mistakes. And that's kind of why these like white spaces make sense, even though they're cringe, like the white people for black lives, like the aware LA, like the, you know, these organizations where white people can come and like learn Right. are good be- even though you go to them and you're like Jesus fucking Christ the whole time it's just like oh my god yeah. but at the same time it does help because it's like you don't want to do this in front of people who have to deal with you doing this like, right. no yeah. brown person like, or black person or just you know it's really important white none you just want to have to deal with it like if there was the a truth. bro space where bros could go <laughs> And, and like, like deal with it feminism. and like learn yeah. feminism yeah. by themselves away from. And then every once in a while, a woman would come in and be like, hey, just checking in. Here's some stuff. And like the guys could be like and ask questions. And the woman would be like up to the task. Right. Well, that's, that's the great. thing, right? Because it's like, you know, you get your Robin D'Angelo's who like still, you know, yeah. for those of you who don't know at home, white fragility, blah, blah, blah. But it's like that, like in and of itself is good. But then, like, you're still, it's hard because you're still learning a different version of what Black Robin D'Angelo would be telling you. And, True. like, the However, issue to me is then, again, people know in their day to day life the privileges in which they are allowed to move, right? But like, many times they don't until they're ta- those are taken away. They really don't I get just, it. I just, I, I have a problem. I have a hard time believing it in the sense that like, you know, I, I, I'm assuming I, and I could be wrong, but like so many comedians live in like the Los Feliz, Highland Park, Echo mm. Park, Silver Lake area, right? Franklin Hills. Which was Franklin Hills. Okay. Don't Very it. much known for generations since the founding of the city to be East Los Angeles, which was a latinx hispanic community they moved in because mm-hmm. sorry white people moved in because rent was cheaper they could get more space blah 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 it's the same the story gentrification that exists everywhere right but like then can go on instagram and post a black square is like mm-hmm. that's where yeah. i have the problem because at the end of the day like i again i could be knowingly making I, I can only be working with a woman who I know for a fact makes less money than me, right? I'm not saying I'm not saying the times that you don't know, right? For the sake of argument, if all three of us work together and I genuinely didn't know that we all had the same income. And I use income inequality as that's one of the bigger problems clearly between between men and women. And and one of the ones that's has just been the hardest to fix because dudes just the moment women have financial freedom, they're afraid that women will take over the world, which is true. But I see all that to take say. over and leave and be like, right. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Being completely independent. Bye. So like, it's hard for me 
when someone has the knowledge mm-hmm. and then later says, like, I didn't know. Because the truth yeah. the truth is, is if I moved into the, the little house that I'm renting right now and I moved in knowing that they evicted a Hispanic family that couldn't live here. And I it's, was just like, wow, it's so hard for them out there anyway. And I'm like putting up right. like posters like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I get like so, as you say, cringe. It's like the same thing with the Kavanaugh thing. It's like all these like male comics and stuff being like, I'm going to show up for this and that. And it's just like, dog, you know, you know, you know, when there's one woman on the lineup, you know, when there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's it's and I know I'm using stand up, but like, y- you know, and, and and the idea that you couldn't make a bother you couldn't bother with anything pre someone being like a supreme court justice raped me is my issue and it's the same thing with like people as we're talking about being like there's two americas it's like you know you know that because everyone that you exist with on a day-to-day basis and a friendship level it's not like, you know, they're like, oh, two of my friends are actors on TV shows and the other yeah. two are servers. It's like, it's not that. It's a bunch of rich people that hang out together. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the class divide is also very real. And so, like, that's where it becomes an issue for me. It's just like this idea that, like, you know, and yeah. as you said, like, there's just this, oh, I didn't know. And as you're saying, Ronnie, it's just like this idea that people are just like, how do we all know? And y'all don't know. That's my, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's just like anything else. But, uh, but anyway, if you guys want to hear more on my Patreon, it's called, uh, wine. (laughs) Instead of shouts and murmurs, it's just called wine, wine, wine. Uh, Uh, wait, (laughs) I'll have a wine sound. Hold on a second. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. There's just like. That's. That's a, it's a wine glass. It's prime content for uh, for only audio only. Is that maybe? Well, it is audio only. We are an audio medium. You're like let them <laughs> just do that. Welcome back to Wine Wine Wine, where we talk red Merlots oh. and white supremacy. <laughs> Actually, great idea for a show. Yeah, um, yeah. It's especially white wine because it's like Ooh. a thing. Yeah. Like white wine bitches. I actually think this is something that's been a I actually think there might be two Americas. What if after (laughs) (laughs) Like I just came. Wow, Alice, I just didn't need to witness this at this moment, you know? (sighs) Is it uh, also like so is it's unawareness, uh I or grew like up with a lot it's, it's lack of empathy too. It's it's what that realization triggers me with it's also right, like that's the thing oh wow and i'm like wow no 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 but exactly, you could have like, had empathy all of this time so you're yeah. just finding out about it this is the what guys you're finding who are out, like, out about the guys who at the kavanaugh hearings were like like i mean this thing and uh and then just getting so up in arms about it and i'm like but i know you and i've told you in my experience with you, that this is how it is, that men get excused and it doesn't matter. And women's bodies like are not 
they're not human beings inhabiting bodies like they are with men. They're bodies to be taken advantage of. And then the human being maybe comes after sometimes when she's not fuckable. Like there's this, I've been trying to explain this to you. And you then, therefore, having this thing be the thing that made you realize makes me feel like I'm not a person to you. Because when I said it, I was like, no, 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 it's my humanity. It's who, it's, it's, that's what's being challenged. And like, it's like if somebody came and took away fantasy baseball or whatever from you, because that's what you are about. And I get that. And I, I, I wish that there was a way to um, de-indoctrinate because that's what I, my mission has been le- like recently. Because I did, I grew up with a lot more, I, I grew up with the privilege education, the ability to, you know, like I, I, get, I got to know what anti-racism was before 2016. And I got to have that. So I understand that like that too is a, like my upbringing and my, my like politics and the, like the neighborhood I grew up in, everything like my mom, my mom grew, I grew up with an awareness of what gentrification was. And so when, cause she was in fucking college, you know what I'm saying? You go to these colleges anyway. So there's. I, I kind of want to give that to other white people, but I want to do it under the the under the darkness of night. You <laughs> can see it happening in like a tent. I want it to, I want so it to happen funny. in a tent. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. Maybe just I mean, have everybody be like naked or something. I don't know. I know the idea though which is really makes me laugh is that a secret gathering of white people under the cover of night. And then like you stumbling me stumbling it's upon so it. Funny. And it's like, wait, no, 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 no. We're, we're being anti-racist. <laughs> it's like, exactly. I'm sorry. What? A bunch of white people are getting together at night. In secret, you're not allowed in here. We're being anti-racist. <laughs> it's like, Oh, it's we hard. Were, all of it's hard. It's all of it's hard. All of As it's it should hard. be. Yeah, we fucked ourselves. But I have like I have like uh, faith and excitement about way younger people and the language they manage and how cool and easy going there about like gender fluidity and race and like using the right terms and being considered in their language. It's just like I'm consistently amazed at it. I like it. Uh, I have been. I've been also. You know, one of the things I did to overcome my own. Uh, I guess grief about it has mm-hmm. been I have a in fact at 6 p.m. I'm meeting them every Friday at 6 I meet with a group of mixed race women which I am one of them even though I'm a Latina according to Americans that's where they, they just that's the box they throw me in Wait, I'm what actually is your mix dog black Italian native uh, I mean indigenous South American so uh and then I, I grew up in Venezuela, so I have Venezuelan, I'm Venezuelan culturally in, in a bringing, but in reality, my family raised me Italian yeah. and my black grandma is the one who raised me Italian because she adopted the culture of her husband and her husband adopted the culture of my grandma. So they swapped, they were like, they Sorry. were just mer- merged that way um, yeah. emotionally. And a lot of gold chains on both sides. A lot of gold, gold chains. chains. <laughs> Is just dripping. Just dripping. You're, just ima- you're picturing <laughs> number gold chains, uh, baby. A lot of leather, like am- yeah, amazing leather. A lot, lot of plastic on that furniture. <laughs> Two layers. <laughs> a lot of mantles. 
Yeah. It's the first like, layer is for the marinara. The second layer is for the chitlins. <laughs> <laughs> You're picturing Black American culture and um, yeah, uh, Italian Americans. Yeah. No, I know. I, I didn't say I was better than anyone. I just said. No, no. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I cut you off. Uh, no, it's just, um, so I have the mix race thing on top of being from a different country, which, so it's hard to be mixed that way and be here because then I just fall into Latina or, you know, South American. And that is not, that's not, you know, like my white South American friends are still white, you know, they're still white people. Mm. Right. Um, so it's been hard for me. And then I just fitting nowhere and, mm. and everywhere, but nowhere. So mm. I just tap every box when I can't, no one takes me as their own because I can't be in any group entirely. Mm. And so I thought that was just me. And I was like, well, I had just have this particular situation. And then I found other six mixed race women. Most of them are black and white, but some of them are like Asian black or uh, any kind of like just white passing. In black, too. Yeah. You know, so it's that's all the hard. niggas, though, though. That's what it sound like to me. Okay. You heard it here first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was like, we, uh, we all, so we all have different gradients and skin colors and even eye colors and hair textures. And it's, it's been like, we have a coach. She has a master and a PhD on uh, interracial studies and social, sociological studies. And she's just like providing us with a lot of language for the things we're experiencing and helping us like coaching us and guiding us to like reclaim both groups. Cause we all uh, mixed girls often feel like they need to pick one. And then the one they pick is usually like, I'll always be pro black everything, but it's hard mm -hmm. to be in that space with this skin color and my accent. So it's, I'm like a, a different race, a different person. So she's helping us like reclaim our groups and stuff. So one of the things I, I can say for everyone listening who's like, I don't know what to do about my white ignorance or about my racial ignorance or whatever is you can actually hire a coach and pay it, pay that fee between a group of people and actually take the initiative. Like I'm having to do it as a person who is on the, on the, side of things that i don't want to be learning shit you know i just i am like tired and brown and done um <laughs> literally tired and that's, brown and that's done. a that's the biography <laughs> title right there that's literally my podcast and everyday my everyday complaint <laughs> Uh, but I'm still doing it because it's very empowering to me to have the appropriate language to identify microaggressions and movements that people do. And just I, just having the language to classify mm. it from a, like an expert who studied it uh, is so comforting. And she mm. consistently tells us even therapists who are studying this, if they're white, can't fully grasp yeah. this. And then she'll go and explain something. And it's consistently like race is fake. That's one of the things she taught us. You can identify ethnically, and that is self-appointed. You can self-identify as these groups of these ethnicities, mm. but race per se is not a scientific term. It's not real. It was created to literally dominate from people who look white at some point, and she told us when in history. So that's something that people can do. You know, um, mm. get education, hire coaches, and split the fees among several have uh paid yeah. for someone who can't really you know donate someone so that they can be in the class 
you know, for each person that can pay for it, mm-hmm. donate uh, but, to, tutor this tutoring to someone else. But this is the creation of a white space in which, like, Yasser was talking about, like, it's problematic because it does make an all-white space where even if the person who's coaching you is not white, like, there is this, like, whites only in the space thing going on. No, it should be someone who's a professional in, in the subject matter, regardless right. of their of their right skin color. I think yeah. it would be the, a matter of, like, someone who has the terminology and the way and the professional, you know. Yeah. What if I know, what if I only know the terms, but I don't know what they mean? Mm. So I just then like you don't know the in. terms. That's a good point. Nah, nah. Like I know the terms. <laughs> nah, like, you're already I just I learned the term. I, I learned like I physically learned the word, but never learned the definition. You're in you're in a dictionary before it gets filled. You just yeah, have a list exactly. of words. Exactly. It's just a list of words. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Cancelled. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go I'm step fine. out of my culture and cancel it. Oh god, it's a dream of mine, and then to I can finally canceled. let it all go. Oh my god! I feel like if I got canceled, I'd finally be able to like tour. You know, be free. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about episode uh, nine of season seven, Force of Nature, and oh. this would be a good place to insert a commercial. Have you tried Four Sigmatic Coffee? You should try their new Liberal Tears mug. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wait, do either of y'all do that? Do you guys do the LED thing? Do either one of y'all? I have a, you mean the light? Yeah, the LED mask light that you wear. Oh, no, I've never done that. I want to try it. I want to try, too. The one that looks like a a Star Trek thing? Yes. Let's do a sleepover. Okay, let's do it. Um, Mask. No no one can get tested. Girls talk. No one can get tested. Well, I thought it was going to be virtual, honestly. You know? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm showing up. Can I tell you a personal story? Uh, I don't think I can stop you. Yep. It's sexual. Of course it is. No, but I'm not surprised at all. Well, yeah. Well, I also like that you're like, can I tell us we're like, sure. And then you still said it. It's like, okay, I mean, (laughs) we're going to listen regardless. FYI, it's personal and sexual. (laughs) Just so you know, I only consider personal sexual. Um, no, but I, I met someone on Sunday and I really wanted to go hook up with them. And I just, it was so hard to, I was just like calculating in my head, like fuck yeah. the test. And then Risks. like, so it's just like not sexy. Cause I don't want to be saying it before it happens. Like it's definitely going to happen, but then requesting a test, is such a big problem. And then they just said like, I had COVID all of the court, all of the holidays. And so they're out. And I just could, I was able to just go there and, and hang out. No, no testing. Wait, wait, because not they get had them COVID, sick. you were cool with it. Yeah. Cause enough days had gone, gone by. He had the <laughs> antibodies. Okay. I need to say this. You can test that for is, antibodies. I know. And that is crazy. 
Why? That means they were because that means they were still out in the world. That means they're reckless enough to have gotten it. Like I'm not saying (gasps) I'm not saying I'm not saying no I'm not saying everyone that has had COVID is reckless, but I am saying you heard it here. Cut that art out, Skylar. Everyone who has COVID is reckless. Have that be the soundbite that we use to promote. That we promote with. That is don't cut it out as in. like leave it in. I, I do it. think I do. Well, what I was going to say is <laughs> there is a second part. I do think 99% of the people that have gotten it have been somewhat reckless because every time you talk to them, they're like, oh, I went to a restaurant one time. And it's like, why'd you go to a restaurant? So like my point is that like if he's been out in the world enough to have gotten it, like I just I for you personally, I want you to be with someone safer. Like I, I well, he's a farmer's market vendor, so I'm, oh, I'm sure he got it. That changes things. It changes, that changes everything. Things. Oh, so he's I like him again. Sorry, he's yeah, got cheap yeah, buns. So he has cheap buns. Yeah. Okay, um, he had a good. Does, like, does mean he has a beard, which I don't love, but okay. This is how we flirted. For all of you at home, I just covered my that mouth. That was like that's and really. Was, I don't feel like that's gonna sell. I flirting. Wait, is he white? <laughs> hey guys, I'm flirting. Answer the question. Is he white? Uh, he is. Yeah, he's white. He's Jewish. Ugh. I hate the white. He also looks uh, darker than my brother, which is weird. Oh, so I'm like, all right. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's a white guy. I already, I already had to deal with this. Here's the thing: is like white guys just win no matter what. Like, oh, thank you. Everyone. What do you hates mean? Them, what do you mean? Everyone hates white guys, and they. St- Still are yeah. like just number one everything. They're, they're baby. They're the babies of the human. The babies are the humans. We're That's babies. a really good. That is <laughs> yeah. so crazy. That's they're a really good way toddler. of describing it. Like every, and I hate to be like this, but it's like every woman I know who's like slept with white dudes, they're like, oh God, they're just the worst. And like, mm-hmm. I hear nothing but bad things. And then they're like, oh this yeah, but great. he's also, uh, was he? Oh, you guys actually did it. Jones, I'm not. I'm not trying to waste time here. I'm just like, oh. she's like, yeah. Why did she go there? Yeah, it makes sense. Um, well, because he I, had, I made to see if he was nice. He has COVID already, and so he was passing. So you gotta fuck him. So yeah. I'm not gonna bring. I'm not gonna get him sick. I know he's not getting sick again. So okay, but the science, you can the actual science is that he can carry it. And give it to you without he himself getting sick. It can still live so in your you, body. So what happens with the antibodies? The antibodies show. So your antibodies will attack it, but it may not get all of it. So you sure. can still ha- in the same way that the vaccine. That's why it's a percentage and not like you take it and you're safe. It, so I just took an a, unknown unknowingly. I just took a huge risk kind of. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's why a you're. But it was so That's sexy. the problem with antibody yeah. positivity. <laughs> so we watched an episode of Star Trek that I know we everybody did. wants to talk about. Um, and it's probably because it's such a good episode that definitely episode didn't peter out after act one. Um, it's an episode called uh, Force of Nature. And the Netflix synopsis says the Enterprise is accosted by scientists from a nearby planet who claim that cumulative exposure to warp energy is weakening the fabric of space. So, OK, that does happen. But so does most of this episode. The A plot, I'm going to say, of this episode is the data is is about a cat is about a cat, <laughs> which I the love. Whole show, I, 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 I sorry to interrupt, but I just have to get this off my chest because yeah. it was actually very frustrating. 
So you read that synopsis, and I'll read it again. The Enterprise is accosted by scientists from a nearby planet who claim that the cumulative exposure to warp energy is weakening the fabric of space. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay. And then you watch it. They say that within the first five minutes of the episode. And then that's it. Like, we actually didn't even need the rest of the episode. Nope. Like, that that summary is, like... They literally dragged it out so much that I was just like, what are we doing? Like we, we could have, you could have just made it about cats, make the episode about cats. It's says in the line, in the notes about this episode, when the script was written, it was turned out to be very, very short. So then we started adding scenes about data's cat (laughs) by luck or by bad luck. All those scenes turned out to be at the beginning of the show. So you had an episode that started very fitfully and seemed to be about Data's cat, and then it took a turn and seemed to be about Jordy and his rivalry with this other guy. Then it went back to the cat, and then finally, in about the third act, the real story began, and by that point, I think people were hopelessly lost. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And the reception is a mess, man. It was was shocking in a way that, like, at first I was like, oh, this is, like, kind of a... You know, because Star Trek, by its very nature, is, like, elevated camp, right? Mm -hmm. So, I was like, oh, it's like a nice, funny little throwback thing. Trouble, tribbles, kind of, you know. And then I was just like, oh, this is the episode. The episode is, like, there's, uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, there's a five-minute scene of just Jordy and Data. I got it right here. crawling through a tunnel. And, uh, by the way... And the reception, reception, it says the production staff were unanimously disappointed with this episode. And (laughs) Pillar said, I think this is the worst show I collaborated on this season. (laughs) It certainly inspired us to have several meetings on where on where the season was going uh, because we felt we were letting it slip away. Damn. And then Taylor says, which is something that I am interested in as a writer and consumer but also creator is she's he says i've been on enough series and tried to do environmental issues to realize that they are so hard to dramatize because you're talking about the ozone hole and it's so hard to make it emotional and personal and give it impact on that kind of level but they have a thing that they're like why don't they just have the the like warp field impact the cat like yeah. whatever, it's not. This they can make it up. It's science fiction. They can go like, oh, but it it's affecting these small animals. Or whatever, get and then rid of, or get rid of the cat, and then the episode is actually about not just because they they do a whole thing where they're like, look, this this rip because they 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 do use the warp speed, whatever. Um, it does create a rift in the two you know, time or space fabrics or whatever. And it's like, what, what they I think they said, like 1.2 million light years or just 1.2 light years in diameter or whatever. They're giving you all these facts. And it's like, they actually could have done a very like political episode of like, I personally, it's like, why not go to the planet and see how this thing has yeah. affected the planet? Right. But instead, it's like, and you get it, like, I understand TV costs money, so it's like, oh, we'll have them come here and just kind of give us, like, a quick rundown. But they don't ever give you, they just say, like, it's messing things up. But they're never like, 
our children. Like, you know what I yeah, mean? Dude. Like, it's, they could have made it personal. They could have made yeah. it personal. And they had so many opportunities, but then they just had all these other things. Like, there's just ask. There's just one part of the plot where they have to rescue a space, uh, like a Federation ship called the Fleming, I, and there's scientists on board, and we never see the scientists. And they, we never uh, a that they keep. This is so dumb, but they keep saying it, and I'm like, I don't care about something named Fleming. Like, you have to give it a, a more important name. <laughs> Not like a child named Fleming. Yeah. A mountain range. None of it matters Nothing. to me. It's like. No Fleming. No Fleming. And they, like, keep going no. back to it. And you're like, wait. And you're like, wait, what part does this have to do with the rest of it? And they're like, Do you ah, think if the people know. are, like, who are who have to fly on board the Fleming are like, all right, see you back on the Flem. <laughs> Do you think that they shorten it that way? Because so this scene I pulled is the scene where the two people who are the scientists from whatever planet who are like, oh, these warp fields. By the way, rad uh, vagina stigmatus. Yeah, they do have a amazing vagina head. Which then becomes like an organic crown of like funnel cake around their skin like it's like so <laughs> ugly like i was like come on like i understand this is like late in the game for y'all but like yeah. have some damn pride and like how are y'all gonna make these people look like you gave them like there's like tea cross it does it looks like holes. something that would happen on bake-off right in yeah. cases. It's like a sugar, a sponge sugar oh. so this lady is a this is the rachel carson lady who they basically costumes they and they have to wear the same thing. Of course they just made two. So basically, you know, like all scientists with their uniforms, this, uh, lady and her brother, um, this lady's basically a genius. And she's like, look, I've been telling people for a really long time. This is like bad. And the only way that I could make the Federation pay attention is if I made all their ships that drove by, like she basically put out nails on the road. Yeah. So that everybody driving by would get stuck and then they'd have to listen to her spiel. And so they just come on board every ship and finally the Enterprise is like, we'll listen to you. Yeah, like, why didn't they take them to the planet? They, they, there were more consequences when they showed... I keep trying uh, to play the audio, but we just talk over it. So I'll just I'll play you remember video. You remember Hugh, Hugh the Borg? Yes, I do. Do you ever watch that? Yeah, I, yes, know, I, know, I know the reference. Okay, so Hugh Hugh became individualized and he got his name Hugh. And then episodes later, like a season or two later, we see what happened with the Borg after they after Hugh got reintroduced to the Borg. And it's that everyone became an individual. And then we saw the consequences like Borg were like they went through basically like civil war and they're like pieces of people without pieces of bodies just like uh a lot of like deformities and stuff. They could have shown something similar, like if they really wanted to make like an environmental impact, like they did more with the Borg. Yeah. I think the point is that they're saying that like the reason they can't get people to listen is because they don't have any hard evidence. They only have like change that happens in space over periods of time that is like sort of invisible that nobody will listen to them because the well, changes them. haven't meant <laughs> the changes haven't manifested yet. So. They only have this lady's word, basically. So, right, okay. but Let's still, go. okay, true. So this is why. So Picard gets really serious with them. Is it playing? Is it sounding? I hear. Oh, you can't hear thing. it. I can't. You can't hear it. Oh, well, that's the problem. That's why you keep talking over it. Okay, then. 
That's so um, funny. Yeah. But I guess here's what makes sense about it, right? It's because at the end of the day, we here on planet Earth, we do see the effects of climate change. And people, most people are like, I don't care. So but they didn't. In that regard, in that regard, they got it right. They got it somewhat right. But from a storytelling aspect, they got it wrong because because sure. they didn't show it. We are just left with like a boring episode about a cat in space. Research. Because of the seriousness of your claim, I'm willing to listen to your case. But let there be no mistake. Our priority here is the recovery of the Fleming. Now I expect you to help us restore our engines and deactivate all of the remaining probes in the corridor. If you do not, you will both be taken to the brig and from there to the nearest star base, where you will answer charges for what you have done. My sister and I do not wish to impede your rescue process. Well, don't. The probes are the only leverage we have. Sarova. I wish right now he said, my sister and I need you to understand. We fuck. Those, okay, those we, yellow we are an incestuous species and we have you have to watch that's <laughs> the thing about it those yellow that things ever from their face imagine a part of your face going into your hair your whole face does go into your hair no I get what you're saying Ronnie like <laughs> an extent, it was like if your nose grew long and like curled into your hair very thin yeah. very very sensitive Whiskers, strands, yeah. Whis- my, these yeah, are my temple, temple whiskers. whiskers. <laughs> temple whiskers. <laughs> Look, why hasn't that ever happened though on an episode of Star Trek where somebody was like, "Listen, we have to fuck our sisters, and we have to do it in front of other species. That's the only way we can procreate." And then they just were like, "Ooh." Oh, I like Ooh. to. Imagine. And then Riker, Riker is in a club where he does it every month. He Riker's like, like, "Yeah, no, I've been helping month. these people along for a long time. It's great." Oh, I like to imagine the there is a writer who every episode is like, "Okay, this is the one <laughs> where the siblings have sex." And everyone's like, "Can we just do a thing with a cat instead?" Like, I'm not, I can't keep entertaining you having keeps this. pitching it. Yeah, <laughs> and like they're like, "All right, so we got the episode," and he like lifts up a folder, and everybody's like, "No, no." <laughs> It's full up. We got everything we need. And he's like, mm, uh, I want them to fuck. Uh, two week. siblings to fuck. It's like this I'll guy. try next week. I'll try. The Clearly he's a white guy because they don't fire him. nephew. <laughs> so yeah, it's like a garbage episode that we all agree sucks. But I do like the parts with the cat because Data and his cat is, I don't know. I got After this week, to be honest, when Data was like fucking around with his cat, I was like, I could watch if this episode just stayed about the cat, it would been it would have been okay. I think. But that's my it, that's exactly in, the in point, Jordy. right? It's like just be Data, Jordy, and the cat, or just be this right. other thing. But like it was like they were. I mean, in Ronnie read it off the the Wikipedia page, but it's like it's so clearly like we don't know what we're doing, so we're pivoting to this cat thing, and then right. like coming back to like a series because like. Is you've already set it up to be like lighthearted, and then like twelve minutes into the episode, they're like, "Actually, our whole civilization's gonna die." And you're like, "Wait, what? I'm sorry, I thought we were talking about this cat." Like, it says in the wiki, it says regarding the weak link between the episodes A and B plots. Shankar explained the slightest dramatic connection between those two is the notion that you can't control a force of nature like a cat, which is bad that is bad and he knows but, it 
That is he, <laughs> awful. That's awful. I like that the cat conversation. I like Jordy being competitive about his ship. Yes. I like Jordy being baffled about not being able to train a cat and, and data actually explaining this thing that we all know. It's um, that all humans know. It's like a cat will be a cat. Well, you can train cats, but they do it in this stupid way where he's like, oh, I've got some devices I'm putting on the cat. <laughs> Jordy's like, what? And then he says, Baby, so far, she's broken a vase, a teapot. She's ruined one of my chairs using it as a scratch post, and, and she's coughing hairballs up all over my carpet. You just say no, and then scare them, and then owners. run them to when the scratcher and say, spot, good boy. You said you wanted to experience the full range of feline behavior before getting a cat yourself. Yeah, well, I'm not ready. You can take her back with my blessings. Go ahead. Call her. Spot does not respond to verbal commands. She doesn't come when you call her? Data, have you ever considered training this cat? I never found it to be necessary. Necessary? Data, the cat is out of control. Half the time I didn't know if she out was going to lick me or scratch my face off. I have never experienced this kind That's of behavior cats. in Spot. They're out of control. Although she does have the unfortunate habit of jumping on my computer console when I am working. She needs training. Riker to senior staff, please report to the observation lounge. We're all going to be training a cat. All right, we have to get her out of that here. That would be a good I'll scare a cool you grab her when she comes out, okay? After school activity for them. I think it would be them. wise to startle her. Yeah! Hi, Papita. Hi. That's how I talk to my cats. It would be really cool, training. I think, if they just made the episode about a giant space cat that they had to train. That's were fun though like if, if the whole <laughs> crew was like we have to like half the crew's like get rid of the cat the other half is like train it like that's an episode that's an episode you know? like Gi- giant cat all of the senior staff for some reason and just a funky music just, a, just a quirky quirky music you know easy easy peasy. i'm like this is a spaceship show i signed up for but instead, um, it's like, up. also, it's like, yo, dog, you're wearing like, like space glasses and you're worried about a cat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? Like, hey, why do y'all have cats? If you know, if this is a utopia, essentially, why would you introduce something that would? That's it. That's you're these. so right. You're so uh, right I about mean, this. It's like, why? Why have something? You're right. <laughs> That's the episode. It's just very. We're gonna try. All right, all, all. Okay, giant lasers, giant lasers attached to giant, uh, fuzzy things. This episode, I, I just don't understand. Like, I think I'm, I'm really happy this episode happened er, early in the season seven, so that all the writers could be like, wait, we have to close it with a bang. We can't do this. So this is the episode where the most important turning point was that the writers realized that they were lacking. I realized you weren't hearing any of my, my sound effects, so here we go. This oh, is it. we weren't. Sorry. All right. We have a giant laser ready. Make it so. Okay. Let's make sure that those giant feathers, that feathers are attached. Engage. Nice. This is an episode of Star Trek. <laughs> you said funky music, so. I like it. Okay. I don't. Just to be clear, okay. I don't. <laughs> okay. 
feels like throwing a wrench into the podcast. Just general disappointment. I love that. This is my favorite sound effect. The one that you played. We would, when, when we were in school, we would do something like that. Like a teacher would come in and we would all be like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just driving him fucking nuts. Oh my, oh my God. You know what else we did? Once we were like, the teacher went out of the classroom and someone was like, let's pile all the, all the desks in the corner. And we did. And then the teacher came back and we just had a pile of desks in the corner. And they were just like, please. <laughs> <laughs> It's like dumb and frustrating. Oh. <laughs> didn't you do stuff like that? No. God, no. You didn't uh, misbehave in, in, clu- in clues? The nuns would hit us. You got hit by nuns? That's kind of hot. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Uh, traumatic. I, uh, <laughs> I went to public school and like. I did too. We just had nuns there for no reason. There was a nun that went to school with us. There was a bully. They were just taking night and they were taking classes. We were, I, yeah, they were like auditing. The nun was the bully. <laughs> the nun was the bully. But she wanted us to focus. You know? I don't know if I'm tired or not, but that really made me laugh. <laughs> me too. I'm yeah. just like, what There's are the nuns doing? One nun like cruising a Cleveland <laughs> public city school. I know you said Missouri. I grew up in Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota, I grew up in Minnesota. Whatever. Wait, Jesser, Jesser. Yeah. I want to pronounce it correctly. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, it's beyond my comp- my language comprehension. It it's is fine. beyond my language comprehension. Frankly, I do feel like data and like I just hadn't like input it correctly yet. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you went to public school and that uh-huh. was, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't. Oh, I was, I was, no, no, no. I was, and I was a nightmare. I got, I mean, I've been suspended and expelled, like I've everything that can happen. I was a nightmare, not like, but not in a way that it was like, there's like the kids who were like stabs on with a pencil. I was like, sure. You know, I got in trouble for like throwing tire shine on the floor of our high school and our like principal snapped her ankle and everyone was like, yeah, she did it. Even though it was like six of us, like it's just like stuff like that. Like, or like, you know, skipping so much. And then like your coach sees you like eating at McDonald's at 1130 in the morning. (laughs) Oh, like I uh, would skip, I would see this is like, so stupid. I would skip class and go to work. (laughs) That's incredible. (laughs) I would get, I was, you did. That's so, that's pretty. It's a lose. It's loserish. But I was like, I gotta make money. Like we all got money, so I would like skip, go to McDonald's and like work a shift. I would get drunk in class. You would get drunk in class. Yeah, I was drunk. Damn, wow. a lot. That's why so. I was drunk in the afternoons. I would pour rum into my in a can of Coke and drink it in class. That's what uh, a friend of ours did, but yeah. at UCB. <laughs> but I. <laughs> oh, a friend not of another ours. not a bad not another bad boy at ucb not another you know who it was it's crazy sister margaret it was another nun <laughs> it's another really funny when she nun, made that man. fucking herald team i was so mad they're just like a rat <laughs> these nuns all in her cassock coming to fucking these, doing these nuns in your secular things. life they just keep showing up in your secular <laughs> 
life oh, randomly. God. Catholic bitch. I just, I didn't, I, I had, you, did you ever have here's in school, did you have brothers? There's nuns and priests, and then we have brothers. What? So like they the take guys chastity? who had a sibling that was Vows? another guy? It's like nuns, they're all, they all call each other sister. So these all call each other brothers, but they're not in the track of being a priest. They're just like nuns, but because they're men, they don't have a uniform. So what you're talking about is dudes who call just each men? other bros. We're talking about dudes who call each other bros, but they take chastity vows. Sure. So they're just, they're just uh, Catholic brothers. <laughs> And they're all the creepiest motherfucker that has ever lived. So they're like, and those incels. were the ones that were roaming my, my school, my Catholic school. They're like Catholic incels. Yeah. Which is just kind of being a Catholic, though. Ooh, you, oh. Woo, 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 woo. That's not a Got burn. It's not, like, it's not like people are like, I mean, Catholics are known for having tons of kids, but they're not known for, like, banging a lot as teenagers. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you've never been to Boston or Venezuela. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that's like if it's going to be a cultural thing, it feels like those are you go down to like Venezuela. Culture. It's like go Red Sox. It's like, oh, that's a weird. <laughs> oh, parallel. oh, cool. It's right. very similar to Boston somehow. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. There's pockets of Boston. Yeah, I got there. Um, I, I went and got robbed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. It yeah. checks out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man. I got hit in the head so, with a battery. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. Jasser. Uh, yeah. We do have to wrap up. So did you, ask Jasser okay. one more question. Did you grow up in yeah, any kind, like religious in any way? Yeah. I mean, typical black story. My grandfather was like an alcoholic for years, then one day became sober and was a preacher. So it's like very, but we're also in Georgia. So Christian, yeah, like Southern Baptist, even though it Southern kind of Baptist, means nothing. But, Marietta, uh, Georgia, well, it's like a demographic to be yeah, defined by. But it's like it's it's Marietta, Georgia. But there's nothing. Marietta, Georgia. There's no like my one of my good friends was grew up Episcopalian, and like when compare and contrast in Georgia, there's no big difference because like it's just kind of all Southern Christianity, whereas like. If I were in Boston, like an Episcopalian is much different than a Southern Baptist, you know? Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see how it's different. I am very baffled by the sects of Christianism that exist in America. It's just different ways of they ignoring sound parts scary. of the Bible you don't really want to do. Right. It's really just like, how do you hate gay people? <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, it's like ways of levels of hating gays. Yeah. yeah. Levels of like enriching yourself and corrupt and corrupting right. the word of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you evangelicals are like at the top where they basically have a Bible and they're like, ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, the good, it's important that we have this book so that we know what to not yeah, yeah. do. <laughs> any of this shit. You're not going to like any of this anyway. So, yeah. Just don't even, don't even go with that. Listen to me though. <laughs> I'm cool. Um, so Skylar's threatening to turn this into two episodes unless we wrap up soon. Okay, and but here's the thing. That- I I now want to talk about something <laughs> called voting. So Okay, let's do it. Two episodes. episodes. Here we go. Three. No, it's three episodes. It's three episodes with a sandwich of Star Trek in the middle. I have my mixed feelings group. Oh, who cares? 
Oh, who cares about your feelings? Snowflake. Rogan. Frankly. Rogan. <laughs> how much of this whole um, <laughs> Skylar? No. Skylar goes, not a threat, not a threat. Fun, fun option, option for everyone. For everyone. <laughs> Skylar is the best. Shout out to Skylar. He's the best. Everybody applaud for Skylar right now. Yeah. Veronica. Oh, feels, come on, uh, you guys. She's trying to, she's trying to oh, I thought you were trying to do, I thought you were trying to do an applause noise and it didn't I thought work. so too. They, you know what? The computer responds to the computer. You know, responds. I thought so too. I really, Do you think Rogan, Joe Rogan's responsible for any of this insurrection? Yeah. I, no, I don't I'm know. genuinely asking, like, did he call for it or anything on his show? Did I miss it? I don't Do you listen. listen? No, See, that's listen. the thing. That's the thing. I want to criticize this dude, but like, I cannot listen to his show. So it's tough. I don't even, well, here's the thing. It's like, I see clips and like, I'm going to be real. It's like some people he has on there are very interesting, just people like Brian Green, the astro or the quantum physicist. And, like, right. you know, there's like very smart people on there. So like, to, I, I think I, it's just like anything else. You know, I, I do think the most interesting thing about him is that he is so divisive and he knows it. And because yeah. of that, so many people have now modeled themselves off of just being divisive where I, I think, and this is, this is me working at a comedy club. I worked at a comedy club like, you know, 10 years ago as a door guy, you get to know all these people. He dork, dork genuinely guy, believes he everything he says, right? So yeah. be it for good or for bad, that actually is his opinion. He's not trying to be like a shock jock person. Like, you know what I mean? And, but I think people know that the shock jockiness of him is what gets him the attention. So now we have like a bunch of like copycats that like are just saying things for the sake of saying them. And like, that's what annoys me more than anything, to be honest. Like, mm -hmm. sure. you can think he's an idiot one way or the other, that, that, or think he's a genius, whatever. But at least like, and I'm not here to like praise Joe Rogan because I actually don't, I also don't care, but like, it's the, the thing where it's like the fan base makes him intolerable. Right. It's like, I, I can't completely feel this way fan base. about yeah. Bernie. Oh, I was just about to say, I was literally just about to say, like, Bernie Sanders. Like, I actually like, think that, like, if I heard him speak, I'd be like, oh, I get that. But I can't get to that part because I have someone being like, you black son of a bitch, he's trying to help you. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> so there's a, a Gemma Lowe just put out a book and it, it has a whole chapter about this. It's like, yeah. and she goes into, it's like, why yeah. does Bernie Sanders create around him this situation? Like, right. It's not like if if you think about the people who were like fighting real hard for what Bernie Sanders wants, you wouldn't think it would be a bunch of like scary misogynist right, yeah. racists. Right. But the reason it is is because he like has this prioritization of white guys in his in his you know like right. you can't ignore his like both his policy prescriptions and his um sort of like rhetoric has courted like white male grievance for a really right. long time and like well, it that also is the erasure of anything that he adopted even like his uh like his particular version of medicare for all was actually introduced by like a black politician in it's the a, early 90s it's a it's, yeah, it's an entire a legacy of medicare yeah. for all is in the black yeah. civil rights movement. right right um but I mean, just like the most recent piece of legislation, you know, like is a blatant ripoff of that. But I say yes. all that to say that, like, 
So of course they they feel it's the same thing that Trump did. It's just you know a different thing. It's just like no one's listening to you. I'm here for you, and like mm. his just happens to have the Medicare for all. But that's why they all they are interchangeable. And you know, like I I get flack for this all the time, and I've said this in other public spaces, and people try to dox me, and I just don't care. So know that first of all. But uh, secondly, you have to to act as if a that there is any savior in any regard is crazy. I was yeah. a huge Elizabeth Warren person. And like, if she ever ran again, I would do what I could again to help get her elected. But I also know that like to pretend that she is perfect is also insane. But I always walked in faith of like my own set of personal beliefs. Whereas these like people that. so many times are looking for a Superman or a superwoman. Right. And it's, it's just so like, weird. These are public employees. Yeah. The reason I supported Warren was not because like, I think that she, like she's my mom. Like I, right. it's because I exactly. think that I think I have these values and right. this person seems to be representing both in terms of her rhetoric and her history and policy prescriptions that she is like how here's the list in writing of the things I want to do. Right. And I'm like, those seem like the most things that I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> like It's like, yeah. and I agree. And like, I also want to bring it to comedy where I think that like, this is kind of, I made this, this is the reason I got doxxed is because I made <laughs> a, a parallel between Louis CK and this is pre like Louis getting canceled, but yeah. like Louis and Bernie, as I was like, I wish Bernie had done more to like curtail the following that he created. Like I wish Louis had done more in the beginning to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I'm as, as are people. Cause like when I started comedy, it was like, everybody wanted to be Louis and right. who was everybody, a bunch of white guys who were like, Oh, I can be an edge Lord. And I don't even have to make a joke. Right. And it's yeah, like, yeah. if you listen to Louis, he's actually making jokes. Right. But like that's the problem, what's getting him famous <laughs> is the edge Lord bullshit, you right. know? Yeah, yeah. And so people were just like, Oh, let me get rid of the uh, insightfulness and just do the, like, you know, I'll say, I can say the N word. I can say misogynist stuff. I can do that. Right. And then become like a cool alt hero. Right. And it was just their way of being like status quo racists and misogynists while seeming cool. And the, right. the, the Bernie thing is like, it's just people being racist misogynists while seeming like they're fighting for the right side. Well, it's like, just the attitude of contrarianism regardless. It's the Louis thing. It's the Bernie thing. It's the Trump thing. It's like the issue is that like we do live in a time and I didn't mean to cut you off, Ronnie, just in case you were about to talk and I'll, I'll wrap this up on no. my end, but it no longer interests people to be to it no longer interests people to be a portrait. Everyone wants to be instead like a very niche piece. Everyone wants to be a brushstroke instead of a portrait. Right. So like Ooh. no one wants to be a complete picture. They don't want to be a series of collective thoughts that then makes this beautiful thing. Instead, it's like, this is their laser focus. And it's like, I am this one brush stroke. This is all I am. Right. So like for the Bernie people, like, like we can say it's Medicare for all, it can be whatever, but like it became so much more interesting and, and felt so much more individual to be a contrarian that the contrarians stopped realizing that by nature of being a contrarian they are actually part of the mass because everyone's a contrarian now right 
So everyone's just the opposite right. of the other person. And right. it's like, and by nature of doing that, there's just nothing. You know, it's like infinity. It's like infinity is everything, but it's also zero because it has no meaning because it just keeps going and going and going, right? So you you don't because there's no end, you're just you're just nothing. And that's what all I mean, of these movements math. are to me, huh? It's just math. It's just math. But that but uh, you know, like I, I know you're saying that with a little smirk, but you're right, is that it really is like it's, you know, being like, Well, I'm a MAGA person through and through because you think that's like cool and tough, right? Because that that so much yeah. of that is like, there's no more men, so I'm gonna be this. And it's like, okay, and then like you have like a Bernie person who's just like, Well, I I care so much that I'm gonna tell everyone to kiss my fucking ass and you're like Okay, well, again, like, that also doesn't work. And then, like, and I mean, here's the thing. Even with, like, the Elizabeth Warren people. And I, you know, like, again, was someone who voted for and, you know, did what I could for. And, like, even then, there were, like, the extremists. And you're like, but that also is being contrary to the other two. And now no one's listening. So we're just, like, in this, like, power vacuum of nothing. Mm. Well, Mm. which is why the fucking, like, coup didn't work. Because it's, like, and Bernie's revolution wouldn't work. Because it's not about, like, there's no list of things you want to get done at the end. It's just, like, the guys who did the coup, they get to the fucking thing and they're like, fuck yeah, we took it! Yeah! Yeah! I'm gonna put my poop over there. Fuck you. Fuck that yeah. That part threw me off. I was not I'm gonna take a that. selfie. Like, <laughs> nobody at any point had a plan. There's right. no plan. There's no, like, right. thing. It's all to destroy and tear down. And, like, and it's just like, yeah, that's not, the, I mean, like, I just have so many problems with it because it's like, it's all about like, we don't need to know how the government works because the government sucks. So fuck the government. No, it's like, (laughs) no, it's like, okay, fine. So if the government sucks, what do you propose? And they're like, Oh, proposing stuff is lame. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. (laughs) I'm sorry, but you have to have a like, they're like, well, Medicare for all. And you're like, well, the reason that you like Medicare for all is because it's not a plan. Right. Like, cause when Elizabeth Warren was like, Medicare for all might work. So here's a way we could get it done. They're like, Oh, that bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. like, wait. No, but truly it, it's like, but that's the thing is that like it, it stopped being a contrarian point of view. Exactly. It's, it that, started being like, like, Oh, then we yeah. have to talk to Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. Right. Well, yeah. now you're fucking then. The- yeah. But again, like, it's all like. Where do you think this people. impulse comes from? Like, it's, what is the ultimate need here? I mean, you said the contrarian need and like. Oh, it's individualism because we live in an era that is. How about this? I feel like there's so much noise that like, how, how do you mm-hmm. cut through the noise? Right. You're yeah. either completely quiet or you're louder than everyone else. And everyone's chosen to be louder. And every day the volume is turned up a notch because one person got louder, right? So it's yeah. like, for the sake of argument, it's your Joe Rogans, it's your Bernies, it's your, uh, it's your Louis, it's your Sean King. It's your Sean Kings, your you Bree Bree Joy, it's your, you like, Brianna Joy Gray. It's the people yeah. who have, like, and I also think it, like, follow the money, right? Because, like, Joe yeah. Rogan was like, I'll just interview whoever and, like, do that. And then he realized... When Joe Rogan started making real money was when he realized like having Alex Jones on right, was a course. fucking moneymaker. Yeah, of course. So 
it comes down to people being like, the benefit of being a contrarian person who's just whole thing is about like, fuck the system. The benefits outweigh the like the detractions, the benefits being you get attention and you get money. Right. But that's but that's for the people who like are seeking financial or personal gain. Right. For the the layman, if you will, it's only the thing that you talked about at the end, which is attention. Attention. And that's we don't have it anymore. Right. Back in the day. And I, you know, like I kind of talk about this a lot, but it's like I personally don't think everyone needs a voice. And I mean that sincerely because (laughs) you used to have to be. You don't have to be educated as in through the college system, but like someone who used to write Roger Ebert had to watch 10,000 movies. Then when he sat down and wrote like this movie is good or this movie is bad, you go, this person has a lifetime of of knowledge and a wealth of experience with movies. So when he says something is good or bad, you have a trust in that person, right? There's a library of There's information library behind of information. what he's saying. Yeah, exactly. But now you can just go on and say like, whatever, Transformers or Wonder Woman, right? Like I didn't Everyone's enjoy Everyone's an it. influencer. You can right. just be an Because influ- everyone, everything has become, all everyone's volume is the same. And so the only way to be an individual now is to like, weirdly, if I went on tonight and was like, actually, Wonder Woman is good. Here's why. Like, if I did that on Twitter, I'm sure I, I it would get a thousand retweets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just by very nature of me saying the opposite is now considered louder. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that like. Weirdly, not even weirdly, it's the closest thing that most people get to power or celebrity or whatever that is, is just the very need for attention. A, we're in a pandemic, so it's a little bit different now, and it has ramped up. But before yeah. that, it's like if you were just someone who worked at a bank, and like, and that's not a dig. I just mean like, if, but if you were just someone who had a normal life, then all of a sudden people are like paying attention to you online. Like, that's a drug. It's why yeah. people like us moved across the country or the world to take acting classes and you know yeah. start writing and all this stuff. So it's like we've given access to everyone for that same feeling. And and because of that, people like us, we have to go like louder. But yeah. the problem is that people who used to not have that access can get just as loud and mm-hmm. or louder. Yeah. And we're just, you know, like I, I and I'm sorry if I'm talking in circles or rambling. It's just very much uh, it's it's interesting in the sense that it's like. I do think there are positives, right? Like when I see things from like, I just like, I follow like hella just like people who are just out and you know, who are just like my cousins and their friends and stuff. So I want to be like, what do people who don't do what we do or have the same environment? What do they think about this thing or what, you know, like, Mm -hmm. cause then you realize like, Oh, like a bunch of my homies, like again, who are in Georgia, who I've like grown up with, thought they were very smart. They're in like, I'm not saying they're not smart, but like, they're like, I'm not wearing a mask. And you're like, oh, this like, didn't, yes, this yeah. doesn't hit them the same way it hits yes. us mentally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, but the problem is that like, I could be, I, I mean, and we know this, you can be Anthony Fauci and be like, here's the science of why you should. But then I can also be Yasser Lester and be like, that's a lie. And then I could just show you a series of 
YouTube Memes. videos I made. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and it will hold the same weight. Like I used yeah. to joke that like Twitter needs different fonts for people. Like if you're like a professional, you get like a good font. And if you're just like some idiot, like <laughs> you can't have the same font, you know, and that's what they tried to do with the verified thing. Yeah. And it yeah. Yeah. Still didn't work. Right. Because then know? they started verifying people like me. Right. But me too. But you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and we're just sitting here and we're just like screaming at like idiots online. And then that's the other issues is that we're bringing attention to the wrong people because they are attacking us. And like, it's all, it's interesting. And that's kind of why I like kind of just backed off of it just cause like, I'm like, I just, yeah. I, I feel like we're, we're creating again, an infinity where everything means nothing and nothing means everything. You know, I just I worry about that so much. It's a theme I think about so like consistently, consistently how to me during this 2020, there's a little girl who kind of sings poorly, but her she's being she's putting she's putting herself out there. She's eight, just reached my sphere. And I heard her songs just as much as I heard Taylor Swift's album that she released suddenly. And it was the same. I, I, I just couldn't find any difference between one or the other except that well taylor swift you know if i go out and maybe on more websites or platforms i'll see more ads or whatever right but they both reached me through twitter i mean through um instagram equally so yeah. i just get this content and then scroll and the next one is this other person in randomly in the world so i just been pondering that the idea of of uh of voices that are louder and being equalized by the social media and the online platforms, it, it So really it stresses is, me out. I mean, it, and it should. And like, I do think that like, and this to me, this is like kind of the most perfect. To, and this is, I see it in clubhouse too. Sorry. Especially in clubhouse. Yeah. See, that's why I can't even go to clubhouse because that's exact. Like it is the literal personification of someone speaking over someone and being the loudest to get the most attention. Like I can't Whoa. do it. And but they're like, like, to your point, and then they co they go and talk about themselves, and that happens right. over and exactly. over and, and over again. We're gonna we're gonna get clubhouse stars soon. You know what I'm saying? And like that's gonna be the thing is like where people just go listen to some idiot. And it's like again, like I, I, and I'm not saying you had to read a ton of books or go to the fancy college. Like I didn't do any of that stuff. But like for the sake of argument, for like writing television mm -hmm. i i used to force myself to watch hours and hours of stuff and like pay attention to how yeah. they did it so you know not only how to do it but also how to break the form and now no one knows how to do either of them but they do know how to be the loudest in that sphere and like to me like the the best example that i've seen recently and even though you still have to have a level of talent so i'm not saying that but like uh skateboarding like skateboarding like whether people watch it or not, whatever. It was just like, you know, you do your flips, you do your grinds, whatever. But now, because of Instagram and the way social media is consumed, skateboarders stopped posting soup. They stopped making, like, regular long skate videos. And now everyone just posts really insane, like, the most insane trick they can pull off in 30 seconds. And you're like, oh, that's the same thing as raising your, the volume of your voice is that, you just have to do the most insane thing for 30 seconds to get the attention that you right. need. Um, so anyway, it, it it's, but you see it, that's what I'm saying. It's like, even in something that you wouldn't think it would affect, it's literally everywhere. And until we like kind of either realize there's a proliferation of it, which I hope with like 
people of our age having kids and those kids rejecting it, we might yeah. get back to a sense of normalcy. But otherwise, I uh, I don't know. But anyway, I also, I'm sorry. I believe that in the in do you watch the social dilemma? I did watch it. Yeah, I think that I was talking to to someone yesterday about how. Well, this guy that I mentioned, the farmer's market, and he says like some of the vendors are Mexican, American, and they're here in L.A. and they get all of their news from they don't believe any news outlet and they get all of their news from online. Accounts. So that's when like the the false fake news and everything just catches a bunch of people who are like floating and then those like random influencers just catch all these people who are floating who are like i don't believe in the system as it is and i also need a source of information and this is the biggest problem that we have right now is that information arteries are clogged with all these voices and it's uh i just kept thinking about that and and being like we really have to stop kind of in a way focusing about what exactly trump is doing at every moment we are obsessed as Americans with it and and really go and be like prioritize our our actionable things like demanding social media uh laws and for it to be yeah and accountability because I think that's the only way in which yeah, we're like misinformation the is, is not too many voices speech. right, right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the thing that's been really weird like like and Facebook Instagram is, is weird about free speech anyway. There's so right. many places where there's so many instances of people being like shut down for stuff that's like copyright infringement. It's like, well, or it's not safe. It's not safe. And it's like, it's a joke. Right. Or whatever. Sorry. Well, anyway, I think we figured it out. <laughs> we did. Sorry, I we interrupted you. Else. I think we figured it out is what it is. Okay. So we need to demand better um, donuts. Yeah, I think that when we do bad. demand better donuts, we'll see, you know, because it doesn't actually come down to, you know, whether you like cake or raised. It's actually about whether or not the the quality, you know, the quality inside the donut. It's the hole in the donut. Hot take. Look, and I, I don't care who doxes me about this. <laughs> but it's well, yeah, it's true. They can shadow ban you and they can fuck you up. Just- oh, I've been shadow banned. I always I always thought I was shadow banned for so long. because I was like. No one is liking these tweets. <laughs> I thought of shadow band always everywhere. Love it. I love thinking I'm shadow band. Like nobody gives a shit about me. But um, my friend got shadow band. How do how do you find out? Because she tends to get 400 likes per photo and suddenly she's getting seven and she posted seven hours ago and it's weird. And it's because she posts an occasional artistic nipple or something. And so, you mm. know, they but- just fucked her up. Yeah, but also it, it's one of those things that like it's not a, a shadow banning is like weird as a term to me because like if they want to ban you, they just ban you. Like, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't it makes no money for them to shadow ban you and keep you on. Uh, exactly. So like when they when just they get rid of me. you, they get rid of but yeah, you're a consumer. Right. Sure. But I'm saying like for the sake of argument, right, let's say I get let's say I get 10,000 likes per picture. Right. It's and never then I happened. Start getting, <laughs> it it hasn't but my I, best but attempts I, haven't gotten there oh i've never i've never <laughs> even remotely but my point being is like they get money they've figured out how to monetize likes right because they know if x person gets x amount of likes they're going to stay on longer and because of that they can advertise more like they you right. know social dilemma blah 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 
but like to shadow ban me because I posted a nipple then goes from, you know, 10,000 likes to let's say 400, right? It doesn't make sense in terms of shadow banning because they, if I, if people who usually like my posts don't see it, they're not going to be on as long, right? So what, what's actually happening is your friend posted a nipple, the algorithm, the scary thing is that they're just, you know, they scan your photos, like as you're posting them. And that's how they know, like, as much as you report them, like their algorithm has figured out what nudity is in the same way that your phone knows what a selfie is before you've labeled it a selfie. Right. Right. So the algorithm just stops showing it to people, but they don't want you to stop posting. That's the issue. And so then your friend's like, I'm not getting likes. It's like, because you're posting nipples. But if she wouldn't, she would immediately get her, Mm -hmm. you'd immediately get her, her stuff back. Anyway, it doesn't matter that much, but like, uh, (laughs) one, two, three. You guys are cute. Um, but anyway, yeah, we solved racism. <laughs> guys, I'm gonna eat my second bammy. <laughs> and oh, put on God. put on some deodorant, and then go to my meeting. What are you guys gonna do with the rest of your night? I think Yasha is gonna post about Wonder Woman and how it was good. If I was, I'm not, I'm truly not that brave. I'm going to, uh, uh, we want to do an inch. We want to do outro, um, with, uh, with you. Yeah. So do you have any, um, thing to plug before we go? Okay. No one does. And that's important. I will be starting a show on Thursday nights on the new Instagram channel called EWN. It's, um, no, it's called it's on. And Ellie Wood started an Instagram network where, because she missed people doing just lives at all times that she could just watch. So I'm doing a show called Hell in a Bucket on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. What's the website? What's Instagram? It's called uh, It's On. It's On. I'm already following it. S O N. And it is just, she has it so that people adopt the Instagram handle and then just go live so that there's just content, live content. Who does this? Ellie Woods. She's a comedian who worked for Earwolf. And so she's really smart about this stuff. And she just like wanted to start an Instagram channel. And somebody just makes cocktails. People do tarot readings. But like basically she wants to does tarot readings. Why am I not here? I'm friends with Ellie. This is upsetting. I know. And so, well, I bet that there's more than one tarot uh, slot available. So Uh, it's great. So Thursday night. I want to share with no bitches. It's on. Um, and you'll okay. have people such as Yasser Lester appearing on that show. Oh, in fact, follow the next. There we go. The next follow uh, Thursday after this episode airs, I'll have uh-huh. Yasser on. I'm going to figure out the dates on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Great. That's what he'll plug. Um, I'll be on the lookout for your shows then, Alice. This has been Treks in the City with uh, Veronica Osorio and her friend, Alice Wetterland. Wait, can I say something? Just wait. Can I, I I'm going to say it. I got to say something. We spent truly this episode was just like that cat episode. <gasps> and like we talked about everything but Star Trek and then kind of talked about it. That's what they did. It was mostly cat. A little bit of it's science. It's like the song, Alanis Morissette's song, Ironic, was like, mm. like I was going to mention it earlier. And none of it you were. It's incredible. Yeah, for some reason. It's like everything in the song is not ironic. Right. It's all shitty coincidence. But right. that is what is ironic. Right. Is that the song 
The song is the irony. Yeah. So so they did succeed in a way. Yeah. The writers of this show. In fact, if you read on in the Wikipedia, it says, and years from now, (laughs) we know there's going to be a podcast. No. (laughs) So thank you for being here, guys. I love you both very much. And I'm very honored and, um, you know, just love my own voice. So. And your own opinions. Mm. I know you do. Let me get this. I love smelling my own farts. <laughs> okay. Love it all. That's what 2020 gave you, that empowerment. Mm. Well, guys, this was so nice. The first episode <laughs> of 2021. Cool. I love it so much. Don't forget that Jasser and I have the same chart. Don't forget that. If you're just tuning uh, you in. Have to, you have to explain that to me later because I don't get it. But If you're just tuning in, um, my favorite joke about podcasting. Why would somebody be tuning in at the very end? I just hit play on the podcast and then like scroll all the uh, way to some, some point. No. <laughs> Which I hope somebody does. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here. Bye. See you, Bye. See you next week. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.